0: Maybe may be seated. Thank you. It was a great great special, Lila. Um, We're having trouble. For some reason, we've been going to a different live feed for our Facebook uh, each week, and so we have to revamp things and go to the right page. Um, Anyway, I was hoping the youngsters would come up and help me. What we're going to do is sing a song that I hope most of you know. Uh, Yeah, I don't know what age range that is, but the youngsters, if you would come up here with us, and some of you, if you would stand on this side, and some of you stand on this side and help us with the song, and you may be learning it with the rest of it, but the Lord is my shepherd. And I remember as a kid we would sing this uh, in Sunday school, I don't know how many of you think you've sang this. All right, so John and I are going to have to sing it, and then you kids can learn it and then help us. Okay. And so why I want you kids to help us is we're going to lead the congregation in a round here in just a little bit. And so we'll sing um, the first part. How many of you know this song? Not very many hands okay all right well John and I will sing it um, can we get the next slide there we go the ready the Lord is my shepherd I'll walk with him always he by still waters I'll walk with Him always Always, always I'll walk with Him always Always, always I'll walk with Him always Let's do another again The Lord is my shepherd I'll walk with him always He leads by still waters I'll walk with him always Always, always I'll walk with him always Always, always I'll walk with him always Good job, so We were singing through this. Who's our shepherd? Jesus. Hey, a good passage to read as we memorize Psalm 23. You heard that the challenge is to memorize Psalm 23, right? Yes? How many of you are willing to do that? Okay. What if your mom makes you? Yes. What about dad? If they make you, you can make them, right? And what are we going to learn from Psalm 23? That the Lord is our shepherd, and what are we going to do? According to the psalm. And the psalm. I'll do what? Walk with him oh, good! I'll walk with him always. You got the point, right? So today, we're going to talk about Psalm 23 just a little bit. And the main thing I want you to remember is the Lord is my shepherd, and I'll what? What? Always walk with them. Yes, walk with them always. All right, now I need some volunteers to step over here and sing part of the song while the other... Okay, yeah, half of you, let's move over here. All right, so what you're going to do, John, you want to start or do you want to do the, the round? Well, we can, Follow You want to start? We'll, we'll be the start. Okay, so this side and all of you are going to sing with them. And then when, you, when they get down, when this side gets down to always, we, oh, there's a lot more of us on this side, we're going to sing, the Lord is my shepherd. We're going to start at the very beginning. Does anybody not understand? Jordan? Okay. All right. I'm going to help start, and we'll sing it through twice. Okay? Ready? Ready? Lord is my shepherd, I'll walk with him always. He leads by still waters, I'll walk with him always. Ready? The Lord is my shepherd, I'll walk with him always. He leads by still waters. I'll walk with Him always Always, always I'll walk with Him always Always, always I'll walk with Him always Back to the top The Lord is my shepherd I'll walk with Him always Least by still waters, I'll walk with him always. Always, always, I'll walk with him always. Always, always, I'll walk with him always. Good job. All right. So Last question, all right. So we're supposed to walk with the Lord always. Are we going to commit to that, right? Hopefully, yes. How often? Oh, good. Always. Good. You can go sit down. Thank you. Thanks, John. Always. Okay, kids. I'd like you to continue to pay attention this morning. because this is important for all of us, not just the oldies in here, but all of us. And we're going to just kind of skim through Psalm 23. Would you turn into your, turn in your Bibles to Psalm 23? I don't know, I think I had too much pie this weekend. Uh, my tongue is running away from me. So Psalm 23, now, you can memorize this in your Bibles, okay? In your translation, okay? So Psalm 23, we've already read it, we've sung a song about it. There's other songs about Psalm 23. Um, You know, uh, a lot of us have... uh, And very blessed as we've grown up going to Sunday school, going to Wednesday evening uh, activities or even just church memorizing scripture. And sometimes when we memorize scripture and we come back and think, oh, I've kind of forgot that passage. I need to memorize it again. It could bring up good memories. And hopefully as we memorize Psalm 23, it will be something that all of us, kids and adults, that we can cling to. When we don't have a smartphone with a Bible app, when we're too busy to look at our Bibles uh, because we're out doing things, or maybe by chance, there's a time when we need Scripture and we don't have a paperback or an Android phone or anything to be able to look at what the Bible says, but hopefully we can have it right here in our heads. But what does it mean Right. Well, the Lord is our shepherd, right? I'll walk with Him always, all the time. And so, I already mentioned that it's good for us to maybe go and look at John chapter 10 and see how Jesus is our great shepherd. And when we look at Psalm 23, the very first thing we see when we look at it, it says the Lord is someone's shepherd. Whose shepherd? My shepherd, the psalmist shepherd, shep, the psalmist shepherd, and those of us who have trusted in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of our sins, we could say, My shepherd. And so the first question would be Have you trusted, kids, adults, have you personally come to a decision? To trust in the Lord Jesus Christ seeking forgiveness by faith in Jesus Christ and the personal work of Jesus Christ. So the challenge for you today is walk with our great shepherd who will walk us mightily through life. And I believe if we understand that the greatest thing that we can do is to walk daily with the Lord Jesus Christ, then we will be very successful in life. That is, we will be able to to face whatever comes our way. And so there are three, maybe four positions of life um, that everyone goes through. And the question is not, and it's not just a funeral psalm, okay? And the reason it's a funeral psalm is not just because of the last verse, but because it's something people cling to all of their lives and they love the psalm. But there's, there's three positions of life that everyone goes through And the question is not whether or not you will go through them, but when and how long you go through them, who will it be with? Will it be with the Lord? So we're going to focus on the three what's, the positions, or areas of life, real briefly. And I believe I've preached on this before. Um, I don't think my clicker's working. Oh, is it? All right. Yes, the The glen. First one, the Lord is my shepherd, right? I shall not want, he makes me lie down in the glen. Oh, the green pastures, okay? What we find in verse one is that the Lord provides, and I'm going to skim through this real fast because um, there's some other things that we want to look at today. But when we look at this, the Lord, Jehovah, or Yahweh, the covenant-keeping God, and, and I like what Warren Wiersbe wrote in his commentary, and so I am going to steal it, or I'm going to borrow it, and I want you to see it, okay? Look what we have here. When we take the compound word of Jehovah, we see a couple of truths. Look at the statement, I shall not want. The Lord provides, right? My shepherd provides Jehovah Jireh Genesis 22:14 The Lord will provide What about the still waters we go along I shall not want he makes me lie down in green pastures he leads me beside quiet or still waters Jehovah Shalom The Lord is our Peace. Think about the peaceful waters. Now, when we come back to it and we look at the waters, we still think of God's provision, right? It gives us everything we want. We could also make the comparison and look at the reality of uh, Jesus when He said that He is the living water. John chapter 4. But in Judges 6.24, we see still waters. And and just think about the compound word about Jehovah, Jehovah Shalom, the Lord, our peace. And then moving along in the psalm we come to, He restores my soul in verse 2. Jehovah Rapha. Now whether I'm pronouncing these right in the Hebrew, I'm not sure. I'd have to go back. I didn't take the time like I should have. To work on it. <laughs> but Exodus 15.26, The Lord who heals. He restores my soul. Do you believe that? What about as we move along, He guides me in uh, uh, the, the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. But paths of righteousness, Jehovah Siddiquinu... <laughs> The Lord our righteousness <clears throat> Jeremiah 33:16 and verse four when we're talking about walking through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me you are with me Jehovah Shema the Lord is there Ezekiel 48:35 What about the presence of my enemies? He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. When we're in the presence of our enemies, all we think is we have bad stuff. This is not good. This is horrible. But the Lord blesses us in the presence of our enemies, Jehovah Nissi, the Lord our banner. Exodus 17:15. No, the Lord will fight for you. He anoints my head with oil, Jehovah Kadesh, the Lord who sanctifies, Leviticus 28. I thought these were fascinating points. But I think it's important for us to understand that the Lord Jeho- Jehovah, the one who saves and redeems, the Lord is our shepherd. And then John 8.58 Jesus said, Before Abraham was born, I am. Before Abraham was born, I am. Next slide, please. I don't know why it's not clicking for me. And so when we look at this, it testifies that the Jehovah of the Old Testament is Jesus of the New, He is God. And so when we say my shepherd, not only do we think of the Lord Jehovah, we think of our Lord Jesus Christ. He is our shepherd, my shepherd. He's not everybody's shepherd. For those who have never turned to Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of their sins, he is not their shepherd. But John 10 makes it clear that there is only one chief shepherd, and that is Jesus. And so the question is do you know him as your Savior? Do you know him as your shepherd? Do you walk with him daily? Because your shepherd provides everything you need spiritually and physically, and the Lord, our shepherd, sustains. Lie down in green pastures he leads us by still waters. I'm not going to take time to get into it. We're running short on time here this morning. But not only does He provide and sustain, but He restores. Again, remember, He heals and, and the idea here is He brings back. This restore, He brings back. It, it's, it, this is a strong sense of that word, restores, my soul. Is that He brings back. So when we turn to the Lord, no doubt we're strengthened spiritually. But we are also, when we turn to Him for the first time, made new, new spiritually. Spiritually. Second, we have a spiritual renewing every day as we turn to Him, and I think of the verse Isaiah forty, verse thirty-one. Yet those who wait for the Lord will gain their gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. So the Lord Jesus restores us when we walk with Him. John ten four. is a good verse to memorize. John 10.4 talks about how His sheep hear His voice and follow Him. And He leads us, or He guides us in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Why do we follow? We follow for our sustenance, our strength, our renewing, our healing, and most importantly, for His glory. So we need to walk with Him. How often? Always. Second, the gorge or the valley of the shadow of death. We need to remember that our shepherd is near. And He loves us. I think of uh, Romans 5.12, Therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world, and death through sin... And so death spread to all men because all sinned. It is not natural for us to have to go through all of this, but because of sin we know that we will. <laughs> many, of, many people think about this towards death, you know. When we're at the end of our life. You know, it's not where we're going, it's how we're gonna get there. I'm I'm praying and hopefully hopefully waiting for the rapture but oftentimes we read this at funerals for this verse as well. But it's not just about when we walk through that valley of the shadow of death when we're nearing the the edge of life when we're going to be ushered into eternity. There are moments in life when we're walking through the deepest gorge the deepest valley. And we need to remember that He is near. And if we cling to Him, He will comfort us. We know in Romans 8.28 that He works all things together for good for those who love Him, for those who are called according to His purpose. And therefore, He not only gives us comfort, but He gives us strength. He gives us encouragement. He helps us through the valley of the shadow of death. Um, The third place his glory psalm 5 and 6 verse 5 psalm 23 verse 5 and 6 eternal life my shepherd in verse 5 blesses right we look at this after walking through the valley of the shadow of death and and okay i did not touch on all of verse 5 about how his rod and his staff they comfort us there's great symbolism, there's great illustration concerning how the Lord guides, leads, helps, heals, even corrects. and All of that is a great comfort. But in, as we go through that, we come to verse 5 and see all of the blessings. Praise the Lord that we are indwelt with the Holy Spirit who gives us strength, who guides and directs us through life. But remember that the Lord blesses. The Lord blesses. And the Lord ensures. He makes certain that something shall occur or be the case. Surely goodness and chesed, most of us memorize it as mercy. Loving kindness is covenant-keeping love is where that word comes from. That He will keep His covenant, His promises. And so God is good, and no matter what we are going through now, we know He is with us and will work it all for the best. Not only ours, but for all of His sheep. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Forever could refer to a tabernacle, but with a tabernacle or or temple, it points to the Lord and our being with Him personally present. But God ensures our eternal life, and God ensures that we will be with Him forever. So I did not touch on nearly half of what we could have this morning as we kind of uh, skipped through this psalm. I encourage you to look at it. For us, as we're memorizing it, it's important for us and and we're struggling because we make a transition, right? Uh, He restores my soul. In verse 3, we're talking about the Lord God. And then in verse 4, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil for you. So we go from He, talking about the Lord, but really talking... To the Lord, you, Lord, you, I know you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And so it's important for us to understand as we memorize this that it has great implications for our life and our daily living. Right? And no matter what comes our way, we need to know that the Best thing for us is to always, always walk with the Lord. Always. And not forget any of His benefits, right? So as we kind of just skip through this, remember, He blesses, He ensures your salvation, He blesses you beyond what you really fully understand. So let's follow Him. You know, at night, a lot of times I can lie awake, sleeping, and instead of sleeping, I, I can't get to sleep, start thinking about all the worries or cares of the world. Sometimes we, we like to count sheep, maybe. I like this cartoon, right? Do you count sheep to get, go, get to sleep, Grandpa? Nope, I talk to the shepherd. Hopefully, we're spending quality time with our wonderful risen Savior, Jesus Christ. You know, we're going to have communion today. I think it's important for us as we walk through Psalm 23 to understand the significance that we can actually even be in His sheepfold because of the new covenant of what Jesus Christ has done for us. He paid the penalty for our sins. So that we could have a new life in Him, a resurrected life that we could live now as we follow Him and walk with Him daily. Are we perfect? I'm not. No, we're not. But we have a Savior who is, who died for us, who ensures our eternal salvation. He ensures that we will be with Him in eternity, but also He ensures a daily, constant relationship that we can have with Him. And when we go our own way and when we sin, it it, it hinders that relationship. It's almost like your battery and your walkie-talkie went dead. You can't talk. Your phone, maybe that's a better illustration, right? You no longer have your phone to communicate. You can't see, you can't see, or receive any texts, but the Lord knows what's going on. But when you confess your sins to Him, that relationship is renewed fully and completely. Right? So as we take communion, we reflect upon what Jesus Christ has done. His death, burial, and resurrection. Specifically, His death, His sacrifice on the cross. We think about our new life in Him. We give Him praise. We give Him thanks. Thanks. We thank Him for our sure salvation that we can never lose, but we confess any unconfessed sins, understanding it hinders, it hurts our relationship with the Lord, it hinders our spiritual growth, it hinders our ability to glorify Him. And we want to walk with Him. We want to walk down those paths of righteousness for His name's sake, for His glory. And for our benefit. And so as we look at, kind of skim through Psalm 23, and we look at what Jesus Christ has done, He is our great Shepherd who became Passover Lamb, the one who would die so that we could be saved. And so... As we take communion, there's some things we want to do. If you have never trusted in Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, don't take communion. If you're unwilling to confess any unconfessed sins, don't take communion. If you're unwilling to reconcile with a brother and sister or sister in Christ, don't take communion. But if you understand the great grace which God has given you and you know Lord Jesus is your Savior we invite you to participate with us in recognizing and worshiping and praising our crucified and risen, risen Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's pray. When the men come forward as we pray? Gosh, could I get you too. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we come before You. We thank You for all that You have done for us. Uh, And First of all, Lord, we understand that You didn't have to even add humanity. You did not have to come to this earth and take on flesh, but You did. And you lived a perfect life. You didn't seek fame or fortune. But you obeyed your Father. Even to the point of death on the cross. You're willing to suffer and die to pay for the penalty of our sins. Lord Jesus, we give you thanks and praise recognizing that As you added humanity, you did not lose any of your deity. You're fully God and fully man. We give you thanks and praise uh, for what you've done, but also we give you praise and we worship you for you are God, God the Son. As we take communion today, Lord, I ask that you would guide and direct us, help us to fully understand what you have done and to fully understand the privilege of our position with you. We ask, Lord, as as we take the bread today, that You would help us reflect and understand not only who You are, but the pain You endured as You were beaten and bruised, and the suffering that You were willing to take upon Yourself. Pain that you received, even as the Father pour out his wrath upon you. We ask that you bless the bread today as we take it together and help us to be drawn together in you, united in you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen.